Hello and welcome to Created For. My name is Chriselle and I welcome one and all who are taking the time out to listen. If this is your first time, I welcome you and I appreciate you listening to this podcast. You can go to anchor.fm and search for Created For and that is the number four and you will find this podcast. You can leave questions and comments if you would like. I do view them and respond um, accordingly and then other listening platforms like Google and Apple and Breaker and Radio Public, Spotify and things like that, you will be able to follow, like, share, subscribe. So I would love um, for that to happen to get the word of God out there as much as possible, of course. So just getting into it, just appreciating that God has overlooked so many times of ignorance on my behalf and just really unveiling um, and illuminating real truth. And we are in a time where a lot of people are seeking um, some type of revelation, knowledge, um, justice, uh, correction, a renewed mind, maybe new policies, maybe just a different curriculum, maybe something to change at your work or something to change at your church or what have you. Um, We are seekers. We do seek to um, learn more and grasp more and understand some of us really truly want to understand. Um, in an objective way, not based on feelings, opinions, emotions, just the truth. Not, nothing dogmatic about it, nothing just trying to reach something unreachable, but where you could truly grab hold of real truth. And the word of God is that. And so I'm so grateful that the times of seeking and the times of I'm wanting to know more truth, God reveals it only in his word you know it's not from people even though people could have good intentions and will lead you to God and I thank God for those men and women who do that but it's nothing like when you're doing it for yourself in a personal way when you're really seeking God who is the author and finisher creator sovereign just loving faithful awesome God (laughs) Uh, there is none beside him there is none like him he's the only true and living God and so for us to go solely to him and to get everything we need is incredible just to say the least I can't even have the correct verbiage at this point right now just trying to think of how just radiant and glorious and perfect in all his ways I mean God is just everything and so for him to take the time to reveal himself illuminate our minds and teach us truth can't take that for granted there is not enough money in the world that can buy this type of faith uh this type of belief this this laying it all on the line, no matter what the outcome, just knowing who God is and knowing that you belong to him. It's just, it's just a place of humility that it needs to be for us. Many don't know who God is and God is 
just and loving and merciful and understand that you can't add or take away from him. So as long as he is love, God is also a God of wrath. God is also a God of discipline, of correction. God is also just. God is also gracious and kind. And God is peace. And God is joy. See, the dynamics of God, you can't trace him and you can't hold him in your hand. He's so broader and bigger. And I thank God that he looks upon man and see how futile our minds are, how we try to gain glory for ourselves, how we mess up, we get uh, involved in situations we know we have no business in, we wreck relationships, we destroy each other, we destroy our communities and, and just so many things. We murder, we abort, we we kill with our with our hands and our mouths, we cause division, we do all these heinous, wicked, evil things, and to think that we deserve anything but the wrath of God at this point is just so so wicked to even believe that people feel that they still are deserving then you don't know who God truly is God is a rewarder to those who diligently seek him and in this journey it taught it it requires that we establish a lifestyle of continually repenting unto salvation, continually walking close with God, continually not looking to the left or the right for people to agree with us. Only what God says. Put to rest is the foundation of the church, which, which is prophecies and apostles and, and things of that sort. Signs, miracles, and wonders has been ceased with the foundation of the church. Now we are the framework. We are the teachers, the helpers, the servants to carry out the mission, which is to proclaim the word of God, not what we think and how we feel about the word of God, but the word of God is sufficient. Jesus Christ is the sufficient word of God. And Jesus Christ is who we need to share with everyone possible that we can because the time is now to stop playing and God is saying for us to repent to repent and be baptized in Jesus Christ so we can have forgiveness of our sins and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit like Acts 2 38 says so this is the time for us to put off all manner of living that we have grown accustomed to. And now is the time for us to bear, bear fruit, excuse me, bear fruit in keeping with repentance. Matthew 3, 8. Don't 
think because your mommy saved and grandmommy saved and 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 you walked on the aisle and and you you repeated some words and now you saved and that's it even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees and every tree that does not bear get good fruit is going to be thrown into the fire it is not enough to confess you got to believe and live out your justification on a regular basis now once you believe in God and you make the confession and you believe in your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior it's beyond that now Okay, we got to get further along than just repeating the words, but we got to live what we are confessing and saying that we believe. It's more than just professing things. It's believing and then the the life of a Christian believer, it will be evident to everybody. There will be a change in your life. The fruit will be evident by the way you talk and the way you love and the way you share and the way you serve and the way you help and the way you teach and the way you protect your family and the way you glean from the word of God, the way you instruct others and correct others. It will show, it will be evident. And it will only come when we dwell with God, spend time in the word of God. I promise you, you will not lack any good thing. I feel so enriched now because of the daily learning and growing and the truth of God that has to be applied that I desire more than self. And I pray that you have the same mindset to seek God so you could bear good fruit because there are many people who just make the confession and think that that's it and praise God that it's by his grace it's by his calling that your will is to serve and to know him and to have a relationship and to be saved and then to be um, restored and justified and not just safe from hell, but to have eternal life with God, your Savior, who shed his blood for you. So it just requires more. I just, what I'm really saying here is let's, let's grow. Let's grow. Let's stop, you know, allowing pastors to coddle us and not take our rightful place and produce fruit on our ourselves you know we have the ability to do this to learn when we take the initiative to spend time with God it is important to understand biblical truth it's important to know that things can't get robbed from you easily Uh, When you are in the word of God, when you are applying the word of God and obeying the word of God, most importantly, you know, you are in the Savior's hand. Nobody could snatch you out 
of his hand. That is his promise. That is confirmation for us that we don't have to um, feel like we have to keep over and over confessing, confessing, confessing in order to be saved, you know, every week. No, it's it's good enough the first time. The blood is applied the first time you make your confession. You are able to move forward. But in order to be sustained, in order to be dependent upon God, then that does require you to not just uh, think just by going to church, Praying maybe every once in a while or, you know, listening to gospel music to uplift you every now and again means you're living a Christian life. It requires more. This is not superficial. This is not, you know, just careless and and idle and just unaware Your election needs to be sure. You need to know exactly who God is and why you believe the way you do. It's time for us to step closer to God in such a time as this. Jesus says in John 10, uh, verse 27, My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Understand this, that it's not just um, you hearing the voice of God. It's not just you hearing his voice and the way you hear is through his word, through the word of God. It's not just hearing, it's the believing. Because prior to that verse, Um, And actually, I'll start in verse 24 of John 10. It says, So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name bear witness of me, but you do not believe because you you are not among my sheep. What I want you to understand, there's are, there are many people who are proclaiming and professing that they are Christians, but they don't know God's voice because they're not in the word of God. They don't believe. You don't know him because you don't believe in him. And if you believe in him, then you will hear his voice when he is speaking clearly to you and letting you know that nobody who is given to me will not have eternal life. God gives eternal life and you will not perish. No one will be able to snatch you out of God's hand. Nobody. And God is greater than all. And nobody will be able to remove you out of his hand. You must first believe. And when you truly believe, not just with lip service, but you truly believe by devoting your time in prayer and in devotion and studying the word of God and loving others and obeying his commands, that's where freedom kicks in. 
That's where the scripture is being fulfilled in your life. No matter circumstances and and tragedies and celebrations and traditions and whatever happens within your life, your highs and your lows, nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing. But God is calling you. And it's not enough to just be okay knowing that how much he loves you and you still rather do your own thing so far from him. It's not okay to say, yeah, I know there's a God in heaven and I know Jesus, the son of God died for my sins, but then you still would rather Go out and do your own thing. Live your own life. Live it up to the fullest the way you think it needs to be. Go after the money and the men and the women and the prestige and the accolades and the awards and the promotions. And go after all these things in the back of your mind knowing that God will never leave you nor forsake you. And then then you never have time for him. You never set, carve out time in your day to get in his word, to know truth, to not allow distractions to hinder you from the word of God. We are living in times of difficulties. People will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid such people. For among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women, burdened with sins and led astray with various passions. Always learning, always going to church, always hearing the word of God, and never able to arrive at the knowledge of the truth. 2 Timothy uh, chapter 3 talks about living in the times in the last days where many people will cause you to deny Christ, will cause you to stumble and fall and and doubt and not have faith and not believe and, and search within and open your mind and, you know, learn the secret voice of God and and pray the secret prayer and, you know, be amongst people who, you know, do all this Gnostic type of foolery. All these things that's taking you away from the truth. There are people who will do it. We are living in times of much difficulty where all of that is running rampant all around us. And God is saying to us, come out from among them and be separate. Don't have an appearance of godliness where you don't, where you believe more so that God is able to save your soul, but not deliver you from sin. You're only having an appearance. You're you're avoiding the real power of God by relying on 
of pleasing yourself and of pleasing others and never coming to the full knowledge of God, you are being led astray. Always, you know, getting that self-help book, always, you know, repeating these little mantras and affirmations, always going to church and singing the songs and listening and shouting and, and carrying on in the church, but you're, you're really denying, you're never able to come to the full knowledge of God. Why? Because you have more uh, reliance upon self, because you care about the things that you want to do and you continue in claiming you know God and you are so far from him. Beloved, let us put it all to rest now. Let us die to it. Watch out. People are creating obstacles in your path. They are trying to teach you these new ways um, ideologies. Avoid it. Don't serve such people. People like that want to serve their own appetite and do talk to you with smooth talk and flattery words to deceive you. Don't succumb to things just because it sounds good. Not all that glitters is gold. Understand the God of peace will crush Satan under your feet. But in order to do that, be wise at a time such as this. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Obey his word. Resist the devil and he will flee. We don't have the power to rebuke. God, all-knowing, all-powerful God is the only source of rebuke. Even Michael, the the angel, when he was um, arguing with Satan over the body of Moses, he even said he knew his position. And the angel even said, the Lord rebuke you. He knows that power belongs to God. It does not belong to man. We do not have power to rebuke, but we know who the power comes from. So we take all our concerns to God in prayer. Because many people are going to come and tell you, you got the power in your words to say this and to do that. Flee from such um, mediocrity thinking, poverty thinking is not of God. You speak God's word and you apply it and you live that. And you will abolish all the fiery darts of the enemy when you trust and obey God. God has the power and God has the final say. It is nothing in us that we could ever do to change a situation. If that was a possibility, then we would not be so far gone in the state of the world as we are. If we had the power to overthrow Satan and his tactics on ourselves, then it would have already been abolished if we were able to do it. God has allowed these things to happen for for a time to give people time to repent, to turn, to know him, to receive him, to be saved. Um, by God and to know the truth. That's why it's so important like podcasts like this and and, and teachings um, that, that defend the word of truth, that defend the Bible and proclaim the word of God, not adding to it, not taking away, but just giving God's word because it's efficient enough. 
God is all sufficient. God is a self-evident truth. So all of it is on God. God will um, bring everything to pass in his time. And so God is not slack concerning his promises. And so God is allowing as time for many of us to not perish, for many of us not to go to hell, for many of us to have the opportunity now to, to grieve and, and be sorrowful over our sin because the wrath of God is coming. The soon coming king is returning. It's by faith alone in Christ alone. So it's not anything that we're doing. We are professing the truth to everyone that we come encounter to. And it's important for men, women, boys, girls to know the real truth about sanctification, justification, um, confession, believing, walking out your salvation with fear and trembling is for us to understand, come to an understanding. The only way we're going to gain this, the only way we're going to gain wisdom is not just by saying it whimsically, we got to do it with purpose. That means we got to be in his word, his word alone. Give thanks to him. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing to him. Sing praises to him. Tell everybody of his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his presence continually. First Chronicles 16, 8-11 says. We need to sing to him. We need to seek him. His strength. God is sufficient. Let us not forget from the day we heard heard um, from from God all the the spiritual knowledge and wisdom and understanding that he wants to bestow upon us. It's important for us to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints and lights. He delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation for by him, all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities all things were created through him and for him and he is before all things and him in him all things hold together Jesus Christ our loving savior that is coming from Colossians 1 starting in verse 9 and I just kept going on because it talks about the invisible God who became visible by coming in the form of man and humbled himself from glory to Calvary for our sins he shed his blood for you and for me. How dare we turn to unsound doctrine and opinions and our own intellect that are useless and foolish 
when it comes to the power and majesty and might of Jehovah God Yahweh, our eternal God Adonai. He is the only God, the author and finisher of our faith, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. God is telling us not to boast in in man's wisdom, not to boast in our own might, not to boast in riches, but let him who boasts, boast in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord who practices steadfast love, justice, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, declares the Lord, Jeremiah chapter 9, 23 and 24. So sanctify yourself in the truth. God, your word is truth. John 17, 17. Let us be sanctified. How do we do that? Be in the word of God. Um, Study the word of God. Uh, Look up the Bible um, words uh, to gain understanding of the context of the passage of the word of God. So you could really be... um, indwelled by the the illumination the revelation of the word of God that he's tr- that he so desires to share with you so you could know truth the the word of God is truth that is what so many of our ancestors died for they died for they laid their life down to protect this truth it's imperative that we don't commit such heinous crimes and take our freedom for granted from which we have right now to live out this truth and to share it. Many people don't have the opportunities to do that. And we do. Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory for the sake of your steadfast love and your faithfulness. God is faithful and God deserves all the glory and he does whatever he pleases. Psalms 115, 1 through 3. I thank God for his continued word. It is enlightening. It is life-saving. It is life-giving. It is hope. It is security. It's the standard. It's truth. And so, beloved, let us boast, if anything, not in our accomplishments and successes and in us. God is the hope of glory. God is our 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 preceding success. He is not us. So is some of the scriptures, oh, I could keep going and going and going. And I'm going to end it here and say in Psalms 119, 160, the sum of your word is truth and every one of your righteous rules endures forever. I pray that the word of God will be so implanted in your life that it will endure no matter the challenges and what comes before you and no matter how difficult or how joyous an occasion may be, God's word still endures and reigns forever in you, through you, and 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 beyond eternal life with him where we get to praise and glory in his wonderful name. Can you imagine no more sorrow and death and disease and hate and murder and anger and bitterness and depression and oppression and separation? But we 
can't even compare what we're going through to the glory of God, what is going to be revealed to us the more and more we continue in this relationship with him. Beloved, hold on to God's unchanging hand. He loves you. I love you. I pray you are strengthened and encouraged. Take time right now. Spend time when you can, as much as you can. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks to God. He is worthy of it. And I pray that you take care of yourself. And better yet, let's take care of each other. God bless you, one and all.